This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race. Put ourselves in position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and try to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. And that is Matt Benedetto. You know, driving for the Wood Brothers now in the famous 21 car just doesn't even, it doesn't even seem real when I back at all of it. I say all the time one day I should write a book. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity. Internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity. Proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan. On the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. And by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints. Is family owned and made here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here's your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you in quite a different set of circumstances than we were in when we last spoke with you here on this very radio program. Just like the rest of you out there in your local communities, the NASCAR community is responding with and dealing with the coronavirus that is affecting all of us across the nation, whether it be from massive crowd gatherings to efforts implored upon us by our local and uh, regional health offices and, and officials and the like, we are doing the same. We are practicing social distancing, but we still want to maintain our communication with you. And that's exactly what we're going to do over the course of the next 60 minutes. Obviously, the show's going to sound a lot different. We're not talking about what happened in Atlanta and what's about to happen in Homestead. Instead, we're going to bring you up to speed on some different things, including what's the MRN crew doing during this time? How is the NASCAR community responding? We're going to cover all that with Matt Benedetto, who's going to join us. And we'll get an update from Matt D. and see how he and his folks are faring through this crisis that we're all dealing with. He'll also give us an update on his season so far just Four races in with his ride in the legendary number 21 car with the Wood Brothers. Steve Post and Woody Kane are going to stop by. We'll chat with those gentlemen. We'll have a roundtable for you to enjoy there. Uh, there was racing over the weekend, albeit not in real time at Atlanta Motor Speedway, but there was a virtual race that was held on Podium Esports. Lots of drivers, sports personalities getting together. Well, that race was won by Josh Williams. It was a 100 lapper called the Replacements 100. Josh Williams is Ryan Blaney's spotter. We're going to catch up with him, chat with him about the big win over the weekend at Atlanta, and also perhaps maybe get a little insight into esports, online racing, iRacing, and the like. We're also going to take a trip back in time to the last time NASCAR postponed a race, and we'll have much, much more as well. First, we catch up with what's happened in the world of racing since the first weekend of postponement last weekend at Atlanta. And with that, here is NASCAR Today Middays, Kyle Ricky. NASCAR President Steve Phelps addressed the media and its partners this week following the sanctioning body's decision to postpone racing until early May in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak. On Monday, the sanctioning body released a statement saying all races, including this weekend's race at the Homestead Miami Speedway, would be postponed until Martinsville's May 9th event. Phelps assured that the sanctioning body will do everything in their power to get the entire NASCAR schedule in this season. And mo most importantly, we, we intend to race, you know, that all our 36 points paying uh, 
points races as well as the all-star event. What those look like at this particular point, we're looking broadly about what our options are. Um, you know, at this particular point, we, we would like to finish the season um, at, at Phoenix and keep the playoff portion intact. With that said, there will require a lot of different opportunities for us to look at, um, and we're in the process of doing that. So no specifics around midweek races or, you know, I've heard about double headers and different, different things. So at this particular point, a lot of things on the, on, the, on the table for us to look at, working with our race teams, working with our racetracks to make sure that, you know, the, the things that, are, that we're putting on the table are feasible for us to do. When asked if there was a possibility NASCAR could continue racing without fans in the stands due to a larger crowd ban, Phelps said they aren't ruling anything out. You know, we need to make sure that we are keeping our competitors um, and those that are at the racetracks, our race teams, our officials. We need to have the, you know, the health of those folks, you know, kind of that's paramount for us. Um, would we consider racing without fans at some point, um, you know, to get back racing more quickly without fans? That's a in the consideration set. I don't know. It's just, it's changing so rapidly and what it means for mass gatherings and what's that number and again we'll, we'll work with our our health officials and you know we're working with a number of infectious disease professionals that uh, are going to help us through what that looks like and whether it makes sense for us to race without fans or have the, our first race be back with fans there's no question nascar along with many other sports have been put in a tough situation with the current economic climate but Phelps says a bright spot in the world of NASCAR is the fact that everyone in the industry is working together to get through this. I'm Kyle Rickey. For more on Steve Phelps' comments, plus other stories trending in NASCAR Nation, visit MRN.com. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, Matt Benedetto is off to a great start in 2020. We'll chat with him, and later we'll discuss current events and the 2020 season so far. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Network from all agents. Hey there, it's Hall of Fame driver Rusty Wallace for Blue Emu. After spending nearly a quarter of a century in a race car, I know what it means to be banged up and bruised up. As Wallace spins, Wallace That's why I reach for Blue Emu products to support my muscles and joints. Blue Emu is known for quality and innovation. And Blue Emu is one of the few muscle and joint brands that is 100% owned, distributed, and manufactured in the USA. For Hall of Fame relief, reach for Blue Emu. Works fast and you won't stink. Matt Benedetto talks his season so far with Dylan Welch next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Earlier today, Dylan Welch had a chance to catch up with Matt Benedetto. He's the driver of the number 21 Wood Brothers Ford. They talked about the great season so far and, well, what's going on in his world these days. 
Well, Matt, we can, uh, I guess we can start off by talking about some racing since we don't have much of it to talk about right now, but we can talk about the start of your year. And uh, obviously it was a, a big year coming in for you transitioning over to the Wood Brothers car. Uh, at this point in the year, how would you kind of evaluate um, your performance and, and just how everything has went from your perspective? Yeah, I'd say it's a solid start for us. Uh, I mean, you know, we're top 10 in points, so that's good. Um, we've, uh, we haven't maximized a couple of the races, but the positive is, and we've had a lot of speed at every race. Uh, you know, Las Vegas, we worked on the car and the team did a good job and executed. My crew chief, Greg Irwin, made the right calls and we uh, finished second there. And then um, going to Fontana, we drove up to fourth at the beginning of the race and got a little off track. Um, and then uh, kind of buried ourselves in the field and came back to 13th and did the same at Phoenix, drove up to third, um, and just kind of got behind on keeping up with the racetrack and adjustments. But, you know, the thing is, is uh, we're all new, new working together, and we have a ton of speed, which is the awesome part. And, it, and it, that kind of elevated us to be like, okay, let's sit, talk, work on communication so we make sure we're uh, super strong the rest of the season. With as good as the Penske cars and, and everybody has been in, in recent memory, uh, what kind of expectations did you put on this year when you, uh, when you signed up to drive this car? I mean, what, what would have made it, you know, or what would make it a good year for you in your mind? Um, honestly, if I'm putting – I try not to focus too much on, like, I want to finish here or, you know, win X amount of races or this and that because in this sport, man, there's just – there's so much that's out of your control that has to happen right on top of you executing perfect. Um, so, but if I was putting a general consensus on it, um, I would, you know, absolutely step one is to make the playoffs. I uh, would like to check off winning a race, um, making the playoffs. Uh, those are kind of my first, you know, our first couple of boxes to, to check off. And then once you do that, I mean, I'm a one step at a time kind of guy and just focus on, you know, what's next and what's right in front of us. And, uh, do the best job we possibly can at everything that's in our control and execute. And, um, but, you know, aside from that, we're, we have the team and the speed and everything to not just make the playoffs. I mean, we want to be contenders all the way down to the very end. And we've, you know, already shown my team is super good and we have really good people. And uh, once we get to really clicking, I mean, we're, we've already started off great with great speed. Um, I see no reason why we can't be up front, you know, week in and week out. Well, speaking of things that are out of our control, uh, we're in one of those situations right now, obviously. Uh, what have you been up to here the last week or so trying to uh, keep yourself quarantined and whatnot and uh, abide by everything that we're supposed to be doing here as people? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, I've, my whole uh, outlook on everything in my life is I always just try and focus on what what is in my control um, and the positives because that's all you can do is just focus on what is in your control and uh, you know we try and uh, make the best of it, it, it we, I want to race so bad so uh, you know I racing is on the agenda <laughs> a good bit of that I think we're uh, we're working on doing a race on Sunday uh, at Homestead and we're figuring out the broadcasting and stuff of it so that'll be uh, uh, one big thing to keep competition going and that'll be really fun and then um, aside from that you know the I think uh, gyms and things are going to start closing down. So, but luckily, I own a, a little slew of dumbbells and stuff. So we're talking about me and just our a couple friends that me and my wife train with. Uh, our friends Kelly and Dana. Or we were just talking about, you know, grabbing the dumbbells and a few things and bringing them to the house, and uh, so we can still keep, you know, keep that going, keep some workouts going, and just do the stuff we we enjoy, um, you know, around the house. And luckily, we're kind of homebodies anyway. So in that same vein, your team, Wood Brothers, is, is doing a pretty cool thing right now, and they have been the last couple of days, where uh, they're handing out tablets to uh, senior citizens and folks in, in nursing homes that uh, that will allow them to communicate with family members outside of those homes that, that aren't allowed to come visit. Uh, how much are you involved in all of that? Yeah, it's, it's so cool to be a part of that. So uh, from, from the beginning, uh, John Wood, um, and the, the Wood Brothers, you know, team and family had the idea to do this and, and called me right away. And, of course, I was 100% on board. I thought that was such a cool idea. And it kind of hit close to home because I have, uh, you know, friends. I mean, even my next-door neighbor can't can't go see his, his own mother who's, you know, quarantined. 
um, in, a, in a nursing home. So those things are just so sad. And when John said that, it was just perfect timing and really hit close to home and was such a special, cool idea. So, there's, you know, we're going to send out thank you notes that are signed by us to everybody and get those tablets to them so they can have a way of communication versus just being stuck in there. I thought that was, I mean, that was really heartfelt. That was a cool, uh, cool idea. And we're working on a lot of, uh, a lot of good things together. As a racer, I mean, and, and, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit, but it's, it's out of our control, but how tough is it? I mean, this is, you know, not only is it your job, but it's your livelihood and the thing that you love to do the most. How tough is it to, you know, to look ahead here to the next uh, seven weeks now and, and know that, you're not going to be able to do what you love. Man, it's it's hard because, I, I mean, I was so antsy over the offseason to get going, and we just got in our rhythm, and, you know, I was all in the groove of our, having our meetings, let's fork on fix, you know, making our execution everything the best it can be and all that, and then it's like, boom, shut down, you know, and it, it, it's tough. But, you know, the, the positives are that I have to try and focus on is well one i've got some eye racing i can do so that'll that'll help um but two once we get back racing it sounds like we're gonna everybody's gonna get quite their uh overload and fill of racing because we're gonna be doing a ton of it and you know making up races and, and doing everything so we'll be wide open once we get back going and uh fans will definitely get their their fill of <laughs> racing when we're back at it so it'll all be cool and it'll it'll settle out yeah there's there's talks of of obviously trying to with the intention of still completing the whole schedule. So that opens up the opportunity for midweek races and, and double header weekends and things like that. Uh, what is your thought on that? I mean, it's, it, you know, we got to do what we got to do, but uh, that is a lot of racing in, in a short amount of time. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome when they uh, communicated that to us, that those are, you know, the possibilities and things we're looking at that they're working on. I mean, NASCAR has done a super good job of being quick and responsive and, communicating with us so it's been uh, it's actually been really neat to see that and how much all the drivers and nascar cares about the fans and their experience making sure they you know still get everything out of this but uh, i think it's awesome i think it's gonna be cool because i mean we get a lot of racing in which is going to be fun and they'll uh, condense the you know schedules down we may go in and do a one or two day quick show or whatever in and out um so limited practice time put a lot of pressure on the teams and that's stuff that's fun i mean call me crazy but i think it's cool and fun and the teams are prepared to do those types of things so it's just going to be uh, i think it's going to be a cool experience we'll feel like a uh, like a dirt racer or something like kyle larson we're going to be knocking races out all the time yeah it's like we're going out on the world of outlaws tour here for sure so <laughs> yeah, exactly well cool matt appreciate your time uh stay healthy and, and look forward to seeing you back at a racetrack soon yeah sounds good you too thank you thank you dylan coming up we've got another round table with steve post and woody kane they'll join me shortly also we're going to revisit the last time next. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Trusted to perform. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. It's a roundtable with Steve Post, Woody Kane, and myself as we chat current events next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. 
Wing Sprint Cars. That's what we talk about on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tire. I'm Steve Post. Join Aaron Everham and me Tuesdays at noon Eastern Time as we talk with race winners and newsmakers from dirt tracks across America. From the world of outlaws to your local track, we cover the greatest show on dirt. Join us live Tuesday on Facebook Live or wingnation.com or catch our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts on YouTube or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation, your home for Wing Sprint Car Talk. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. As we continue here on the Motor Racing Network, we're going to dive into a roundtable by, uh, or with, I should say, a couple of gentlemen in Woody Kane and Steve Post who join us as we speak, practicing social distancing. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. See that, Posty? He used gentlemen twice. I know. Twice. Exactly. <laughs> you could tell we're in strange times, that's for sure. Yeah. And and I will say that once I sat down in the studio, I brought out the tape measure, and Woody and I were, we're only good. four and a half feet away, but I've slid over and extended the microphone out. We are now six in feet compliance. away. In compliance. So, yes, we are doing social distancing here in Concord. So, in all seriousness, obviously the whole nation, the whole world is dealing with a very serious issue that has obviously affected every facet of our lives, including what we love to see and hear and do on weekends and racing, just what we do in, in daily life. Before we dive into the roundtable, uh, Postman, I'll start with you. What's the, uh, what's the lay of the land in the post house as we're all trying to deal with this unprecedented set of circumstances right now. Yeah, actually, uh, yesterday when NASCAR announced the the schedule change, and then and then I have an office here in MRN, which is NASCAR a, a NASCAR facility, and this office is actually closed. We're going to come in and do studio work. So I'm going to probably come in early week, Monday and Tuesday, and do studio work, whatever needs to be done for for any of the MRN programs, but also Wing Nation. So we continue on doing the programs because we can't simulate the studio at home. But beyond that, it is going to be home-based work for me. I'm packing up the laptop this afternoon after I get done here and going to be working from the house. And uh, my daughters, my two daughters, they're, one of them is in college full-time, and she is doing all learning from home as well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to uh, control the bandwidth with each other as we work through the day <laughs> to make sure she gets her the classes. And I, you know, these are the things that we no, never yeah, think I, about. Right. But it's like, uh, you know, it used to be used to be when you would uh, go into the shower and someone would turn the hot water on, you would scream down, turn off the water. Yeah. Now it's like, I have an online class. Get offline, everybody. And yeah. it's just it's <laughs> mm -hmm. because everyone in the neighborhood is doing it, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, working from home and, uh, and surviving it all. And uh, it's going to be all right. Woody, what about you? Uh, a lot of the same. We'll uh, continue our shows, NASCAR Today, every day, but I can do most of that from home. I will have to come in for some digital shows, for example, um, MRN Out Loud, uh, you know, once a week or so. A lot of the stuff that we do can be done from home. There are some things that cannot. I'm trying to finagle. I spent this morning, I woke up about 4 o'clock this morning thinking, how can I continue to do interviews if I'm not in the studio? So I started pulling out all the old wires and cables I had in my bag and rigged up something so I could do phone interviews into my recording device and still make something happen here. So that's TBA. But I really oh, expect that a lot of these teams are going to be even more cooperative with making people available by phone. Obviously, um, you know, everyday life is now affecting something that we love to do. And I, I think, gentlemen, that this is this is the smartest thing to do. And you know, everybody's worried about, well, how are we going to make this up and all that? I think that's the that's the next phase right now. It's just making sure that we get everybody protected, everybody in a safe uh, environment. And, and unfortunately, those safe environments there, uh, Woody, do not include racetracks or massive crowd gatherings. Right At now. the moment, yes. Everybody's being urged, and many states are putting restrictions in on how many people can gather in a certain location. Even if you, even if you don't have fans... Think about how many people there are with race teams, and you get all those folks in a in a close environment. That's the kind of stuff that we're trying to avoid. NASCAR has said that they will make up these races, so this will be the opportunity that a lot of folks have been clamoring for to see perhaps some midweek races, some things that we haven't tried before that have been talked about to get everything on the schedule because, boy, it's going to feel like once we get back to it, <laughs> the floodgates are going to open. We are going to be swamped. 
I am anti people telling me what to do. Okay, mm-hmm. I, this is me. This is Steve Post. I'm libertarian in my thinking, and I don't want anything. But you know, here's here's where I'm at with this thing. I'm going into self quarantine, if you will, lockdown mode, if you will. Um, and and I'm not in one of the high risk categories. But when you think about uh, what if what if I'm the one that carries that disease? To somebody's grandparent somebody, yes, or something. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, and so I think just the big message is, is that I think NASCAR really got this one right. Let's not put ourselves this way. We would never know. You would never know that the coronavirus transferred from Steve Post to so-and-so right. to his grandma. There's grandmother. no way to, you to know, don't know that. Yeah. But there's one way to try to prevent it, and that's to stay and, and do what the CDC is doing, telling us to do. And, yeah, that means, man, I'll tell you, that means we're not going to have our NASCAR racing. Now, I'm going to tell you something that, that MRN is doing, okay, and I, maybe I'm blowing the lid off on this thing a little too soon, but I had an affiliate I was on with this morning talking about it. We're actually going to air some classic races yeah. on the Sunday afternoon. I had one of my affiliates up in, up in Boone, my buddy JB up in Boone. Mm-hmm. He's all excited about it because he's going to tune in Sunday afternoon to hear Barney Hall on the radio. Right. Right. So we're all excited about, we're it, all excited as well. about it as well. So it's, but it's alternative programming, but it is uncharted territory, mm-hmm. and we're not going to see the live racing, Mike, that we've uh, that, that, that that we love so much. MRN.com will be your destination. We mentioned classic races. We've got a lot of content for you there. So even though everyday life has changed, you can count on MRN.com. We'll keep you updated there as to what's going on in the world of NASCAR, but also providing you some great content as far as our digital shows, classic races. And the like. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Go back home, hunker down with the family. We'll be in touch, and we hope that uh, you folks take care of yourselves and hope things are okay with you guys as well. The rest of the network and everybody listening to us out there across NASCAR Nation. Hey, Mike. Yes. He touched me. He I did not. Me. He touched He's me. making Mike. that up. I did oh, not. No. We got to go. No, we, we got to go. go. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Break Bull it up. Sorted out. Bull sorted out. In- 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. At 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. We take a look back on the last time NASCAR postponed a race next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It's the Rip the Fence podcast. Three and four, Christopher Bell, a winner at Eldora. Dylan, it's good to see you, buddy. It's I'm good to see you, bud. Congrats. That, that was probably the most exciting win I've ever had in my career. With Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett. Kyle Larson is a Chili Bowl Midget Nationals champion. When those words come out of my mouth, how does it make you feel? When it comes out of your mouth, it feels really good because you're the biggest Christopher Bell lover in the media center every week. Available to download wherever you listen to podcasts and on ripthefence.com. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1706, 800-242-1706. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. It's an interesting time in the sports world these days. Every sport is taking a hiatus to deal with the coronavirus. But this isn't the first time that NASCAR had to be sidelined because of current events. Dave Moody tells us about the last time NASCAR postponed a race in the wake of 9-11. With coronavirus spreading across the country, NASCAR has postponed races to keep fans and employees safe. 
Nearly every sport is on hiatus or canceling their seasons altogether. This is not the first time NASCAR has postponed events, but it's been a number of years. Longtime sports fans will remember when the entire country seemed to halt after the terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat, but they have failed. NASCAR was no different, calling off that weekend's race at New Hampshire International Speedway, which is only a few hours away from New York City. Mike Helton was NASCAR president at the time and came on NASCAR Live the following Tuesday to describe what the decision-making process had been like. As everything was unfolding last Tuesday, it, it, we were very conscious about as, as all of America was about what was going on. And it's very clear and understood, and this is not going to change NASCAR's character to get the job done. That's, that's what we do, and, and we, we've done it through difficult times, and we've done it when we didn't feel like doing it. But uh, we did it when it was, was our community and our organization and our uh, fans and everything in the participation circle. Uh, this, this episode that took place last Tuesday, it was just overwhelming, and, and we immediately canceled Friday's activity in New Hampshire to, uh, to allow logistics and time to take, take its course. And as the elements unfolded during the week, it simply just made a whole lot of sense, not only just for NASCAR, but for baseball and football and other sports as well, just to say, look, it's, it's, a, it's a good opportunity to take a time out here. Let's, let's just put our uh, concentrated activities on the shelf and, and unite behind the president, the America, the firemen that are working in the police departments and, and the military and everybody that we're doing much bigger than what we do. And we'll be back, and we'll get the job done. The only other time NASCAR had postponed events that weren't weather-related was July 1998 at Daytona. Forest fires in Central Florida prompted the races to be moved from July to October. The New Hampshire race was moved to the end of the season, November 23rd. And as Mike Helton explained, it's what made the most sense. As we were looking at the options to replace New Hampshire, what do we do? Uh, because we're going to run a race. That's what we do. And we're going to run that race somewhere and uh, or at some time. And, and so as we looked at the options that we had from logistics to timing to the impact that it had on, on other events for the balance of the season, while November the 23rd looks a bit awkward, uh, that's that was the, the least encumbered opportunity to reschedule New Hampshire. Oddly enough, uh, over the past 120 years, there's only been snow on that day in, uh, in New Hampshire 18 times out of the last 120 years. So we hopefully it'll be a it'll be 18 out of 121 on the 24. When NASCAR returned to its regular schedule the next weekend at Dover, the sense of patriotism was not lost on anyone. Welcome back to the Dover Downs International Speedway, where MRN Radio is here to bring you live coverage of the 27th race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the MBNA Cal Ripken Jr. 400. I'm Joe Moore, along with Barney Hall. And, of course, we skipped last week. We're not able to go up to New Hampshire and run the race. It was scheduled to be run there. And with all the events that have taken place in our nation, Barney, it is great to get back to the racetrack. Yeah, I think that uh, this has helped everybody to kind of get back to what we do for a living and what our regular lives are more or less like. And uh, I think everybody in the garage, the mindset, it's a little bit different here this weekend than we've seen in a stock car race in a long, long time, but everybody's ready to get on with it. There are uh, representations of the Stars and Stripes everywhere you look around this racetrack. On top of the scoreboard, a huge sign that says, God bless America. And as I mentioned before, everybody here has their own American flag. It was given to them as they came in here this afternoon, and they've been waving them all morning and probably will all day today. MRN announcer Mike Bagley remembers that day at Dover as truly amazing. I've never been a part of anything so patriotic in all my life. I mean, we've had Coca-Cola 600 celebrations on Memorial Day weekend. We've had Fourth of July celebrations at Daytona. But in my opinion, nothing eclipses the show of patriotism and unity of country that we had when we came back racing at Dover. And the sea of American flags, the chants of USA, USA, Lee Greenwood singing God Bless the USA and it was that we had just had this horrific and this tragic situation just take place. 
three hours north of Delaware up in New York City and, of course, two hours across the bridge in D.C., about two hours north in Pennsylvania. You see, you see all this stuff happening, and, and I remember just walking in the gates, and it felt different. Everybody was each other's brother. There was none of this division that we're experiencing today. What we're experiencing today couldn't be any further different than what we had back in 2001, and it couldn't be any further apart. That day, everybody was an American. NASCAR helped bring a nation back together. And just as the sport and the nation were picking themselves up from the tragedy, their most popular driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr., months removed from losing his legendary father at the Daytona 500, went to victory lane. Barney, he's all by himself. Back to turn two. The Budweiser Chevrolet up onto the back straightaway. He has lap cars ahead of him, but he won't catch them as Dale Jr. set sail into turn three, looking for the checkered flag off turn four. It'll be a very popular win here at Dover Downs this afternoon. He won at Daytona in the Pepsi 400. He scores his second win here today in the first state of Delaware. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins the MBNA Cal Ripken Jr. 400. And it's a really emotional day. Really, uh, really happy to have carried the American flag around the racetrack here at the end. Uh, I've never done a Polish victory lap before. That's probably the last one I'll do, but uh, it was for good reason, and uh, I'm real happy to win this race. I mean, it's a good, a good boost for the crew, the Budweiser team, and everybody involved. As NASCAR and the nation face uncertainty amid the coronavirus, we're reminded that we've been in times before where we couldn't see the light. But we will all find our way back, as we did that day in Dover. Thank you, Dave. Coming up, Josh Williams chats with Woody Kane about winning the Replacements 100. And later, we've got Kurt Busch talking about his way of giving back to the veteran community. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi Gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, official partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. You the championship, baby? Yeah! And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. Josh Williams, the winner of the Replacements 100, is coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap! And I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty. I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is MRN's Jason Toy, and your race day is about to get more exciting. Finish Line, the preeminent free-to-play NASCAR game is live and free to download for Apple and Android devices. Completely free to play. Finish Line gives you a chance to win or share our $50,000 weekly jackpot. And it's free to play. NASCAR season is revving up, so get the app and make your picks. Download the Finish Line app today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Each race is a new chance to win $50,000. Will you be next? This is NASCAR Live. Spotting himself in victory lane as Josh Williams comes across the line to win the Replacements 100 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Racing was canceled over the weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway, but that didn't stop some folks with inside the sport from racing in the iRacing community. The iRacing community and Podium Esports took it upon themselves to create a race, and they called it the Replacements 100. Ryan Blaney spotter Josh Williams won that race, and he chatted with NASCAR Today's Woody Kane. 
It was an iRacing event, and the number 12 Advanced Auto Parts Mustang got to make sure we get the sponsors in. First of all, Josh, congratulations. This was something a little bit unprecedented, but I guess that's where we are now in the world, right? Yeah, thank you very much. It was uh, something we kind of put together last minute just to have something just to give to everybody. So it was a lot of fun to get a bunch of drivers and a bunch of people just working in the NASCAR community together to race on iRacing. I'm kind of a novice to this. I used to play some of the older games back in the day, but when I was watching it, I was looking around to try and figure out how many people were watching and, and, and participating and soaking this up. Do you have a number? Um, the number I've heard was there was as high as 24,000 people at one time watching, and I think it was over 120,000 tuned in at some point during the broadcast. Wow. And it's not just, you know, a spotter group or anything like that. You had guys like Dale Earnhardt Jr., William Byron, who I understand you race with quite a bit, Alex Bowman, Chad Knauss, Harrison Burton, Parker Kligerman. A lot of guys got involved. How did you put this together? Um, it started with uh, TJ Majors and Kevin Hamlin. They already run a little racing group on Wednesday nights with some of the uh, junior motorsports people. So it started with them kind of getting their group together, wanting to race, and then they wanted to make it as big as they could, so they just started contacting every driver and crew chiefs and people who's working NASCAR. So it started with those guys, I guess, Saturday morning. I got a text mm -hmm. if I would want to do it. I'm like, sure, why not? I was <laughs> race. And then it turned into being 37 of us were in there. Because you do this relatively regularly, right? Yes, sir. I run, I run quite a bit during the week when we're home. So I would say I probably spend two or three hours a night, a couple nights a week while we're home. So I, uh, I race probably 20 races a week or something like that. Wow. Um, me, and, me and William, we're probably the most regular in the NASCAR community. We, we're on there a lot of times together. So like people that watch the race watch us race pretty hard. That's pretty normal for us. We're always just having fun with each other racing on there. The e-racing thing has really taken off here in the last year or so, uh, but there are all kinds of different leagues and, and, and formats of it. Help me understand what's out there and what, what a lot of folks are doing because there's, there's all kinds of different opportunities, aren't there? Yes, there's a ton. Like There's a professional league called the iRacing Coke Series um, that iRacing puts on. It's like the top 40 guys on the service, and they race on Tuesday nights, and that's real big. There's there's real NASCAR team owners, real NASCAR personalities that own teams in that. Um, that's the biggest version of iRacing that you can get to. And then on top of that, there's all kinds of just other leagues that people run. And then iRacing has their own series that just races on the service. So you can get on the service at any time and race pretty much every hour and run any type of car from F1 to wing sprint cars to V8 supercars to every NASCAR car to street stocks, modifieds, you name it, you can run it on there. So it's go, it goes from highly organized and, and leagues to somebody can just kind of jump on and see if there's an open spot and get involved? Absolutely, yeah. And there's over 100,000 members on there, and there's wow probably seven or 8,000 at any time on the computers online. So at any time you can get in there and jump in a race, and a lot of times you're going to jump in with somebody that works on NASCAR. Now, give me an idea of the, the setups that people have. I was looking at social media while this was going on, and you had everybody from, you know, just the, the rudimentary setup to really elaborate whole rooms setup. How wide is the range? Uh, the range is pretty wide. You can, you can get started running on a laptop and a wheel that clamps to a desk and spend 200 bucks to get started. And then I know some people that have $30,000 rigs. I mean, $30,000? Wow. Yeah, I missed yeah. Um that's somebody that's, that's got it bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or they got a sponsor from somebody. Yeah. Um <laughs> so you can do it anywhere. I mean, there's a lot of people that just get started with a with a wheel that clamps to the desk and a and a laptop. Like Ty Majeski's the highest ranked guy on there and he's probably got the cheapest setup of anybody I know and that's just what he's used to and he does great with it obviously. So So somebody shouldn't feel like I, I can't do this if I don't have the multi thousand dollar setup. No, absolutely not. Anybody can get on there and race. It's it's really cool that you can get on there with, I mean, people run there with one wheel and two pedal. Like they don't have shifters and stuff. Like you can get on there and race. So you can you can get on there, like I said, for two hundred bucks and race and keep up with pretty much anyone once you get used to your setup. Well, Josh, we certainly appreciate your time, and uh, it was a lot of fun this weekend watching you guys give the fans something when the postponements came up. Uh, we appreciate your time and look forward to keeping up with what you guys have going on and getting back to racing here in, in, uh, in May sometime. So we appreciate it, and, and good luck going forward, man. Absolutely. Thank you. I can't wait to get on there and race again. We're doing it pretty soon, I'm pretty sure.
There you go. That's Josh Williams, the spotter for Ryan Blaney. He won that Replacements 100 uh, race online this past weekend. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, a little teaser from the latest episode of Sunday Money and new dad, Corey LaJoy. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Another 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.A. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Time now for the Wheeland Pit Crew Member of the Week. Joshua Appleby is the jackman for the number one Ganassi Racing Chevrolet, driven by Kurt Busch. I basically knew, uh, I had a family friend that knew Mike Metcalf. He's one of our coaches there at Chip Ganassi Racing. So um, basically he was like, hey, you know, you should look into NASCAR. And I was like, you know, I've heard a little bit about the pit crews. I don't know if that's for me necessarily. Mm -hmm. But when I made that call, when I stopped by the shop and I saw the pit stops being run and what they do, I was like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do this. So yeah. I basically turned in my two weeks notice and just said, you know, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to do it. And so I started like moving furniture on the side until I could start racing and make a money. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. All season, we've been celebrating Jimmy Johnson's career as he moves along with his final full-time series season. This week on 48 Stories, we look at Jimmy's opportunity to swap rides with F1 champion Fernando Alonso. It's been well known that Jimmy Johnson is a racing buff. Two wheels or four. Johnson has a passion for all of motorsports. In November of 2018, Johnson was given the opportunity to swap rides with F1 world champion Fernando Alonso. Alonso drove Jimmy's Hendrick Motorsports Cup car while Jimmy turned his first laps ever in an F1 car at the Bahrain International Circuit. It was incredible. I mean, those vehicles just do anything and everything. And the harder you drive them, the better they handle. That's just a, a crazy situation to be in. You know, our cup cars have a, a limit, and it's a pretty low limit just due to the vehicle weight and the lack of downforce. Those F1 cars, if it's a little loose, drive a little faster, it'll create more downforce and plan it. So it's a very fun and interesting argument you have with yourself. Um, you know, that last corner didn't go so well. Go faster and it'll be better, you know. So it, it is a lot of fun to drive it. And acceleration was insane. Um, cornering, especially the high-speed corners, was, was very, very impressive. But on the brakes was like nothing I've, I've experienced before. Probably five times better braking than a cup car um to the one marker you know at Watkins Glen we're at the five or six marker in qualifying and uh 
Yeah, Formula One car, I was at the same speed at the one marker and getting stopped and, and doing a 120 degree right hand turn. So, you know, the brakes were so, so incredible that when you hit the brakes hard, your, your vision would go away. Everything just blurred out until the end of the braking zone. Your eyes would refocus finally, come back, and you could make the turn and go. So it, it was just insane. I wasn't overly nervous. I mean, I didn't want to look like a fool, I didn't want to crash the thing. So there, there were some of those nerves, but once I got into a, a flow of things, maybe second or third outing, um, I felt really comfortable, honestly, and was able to keep chipping time off my, my lap time every outing and wish, you know, wish I had a few more outings. A special day for the seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson to drive Fernando Alonso's McLaren Formula One car. Will Johnson venture out to other forms of racing following his NASCAR retirement at season's end? Johnson has been very open about wanting to race other vehicles following the final race of this season, even hinting at going back to his roots, racing off-road trucks, and racing an IndyCar event on a road course. Then there's other forms of car racing I'd love to participate in, um, sports car, the right situation in an IndyCar I would look at on a road course. I want to go back to my roots and jump some off-road trucks again mm -hmm. and get dirty. Uh, the, watching the Chili Bowl coverage from uh, from a week or so ago was was very interesting and exciting. It's something I want to do. It's on the bucket list. So it's pretty far and wide um, from my own personal things that I want to accomplish. But but honestly, at the top of that bucket list is just being with my family yeah. and, and really just kind of spending time there. And and I, I've spent so much of my life worried about me and, and running to all the things that I have to do. And now with two young kids, um, you know, I just I want to slow that down. I want to have a more balanced life. I think it's safe to say Johnson's retirement will be anything but following an amazing Cup Series career. I'm Kyle Rickey. This has been 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we'll hear a tease from the new episode of Sunday Money, and we've got NASCAR history. This is MRN's Jason Toy, and your race day is about to get more exciting. Finish Line, the preeminent free-to-play NASCAR game is live and free to download for Apple and Android devices. Completely free to play. Finish Line gives you a chance to win or share our $50,000 weekly jackpot. And it's free to play. NASCAR season is revving up, so get the app and make your picks. Download the Finish Line app today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Each race is a new chance to win $50,000. Will you be next? Hello, you know my voice, don't you? Well, just this once, let me tell you something without you asking me first. Now you can complete the census online. Just go to 2020census.gov. The census cannot share your response. More importantly, you can help inform how billions in funding will be spent each year on things in your community. Complete the census online, by phone, or by mail. Shape your future. Start here at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're back to put a bow on this week's show here on NASCAR Live. We appreciate you tuning into us, coast to coast. Corey LaJoy has had a good start to the season, but as of last week, he and his wife had an even better reason to celebrate. They welcomed their first child into the world. Here's a piece of the latest episode of Sunday Money, heard on MRN.com. Dude. It, I, I can't, like the words, words can't even put it into context. Um, Lauren Canuck, she birthed a child. Being that if you don't, if anybody doesn't plan on having kids, they are missing out on one of the most life-changing experiences you could ever have. You've been a dad for six minutes. That's what the whole, that's what the that's whole point, point is. All right, tell me. That's all it takes is so six I'll just, minutes. I'll run through the whole story. Can you go through the, yeah, the part yeah. before you even like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause it's pretty wild. So. We didn't know if it was a boy or girl. That was we were, we were wanting it to be a surprise the whole time. His due date was April thirteenth. I didn't know he was going to come five weeks early. Mm. So we were actually going. We were in spare time, the bowling alley for Brittany and Joey Logano's uh, baby shower because she's about a month after Kelly is. We walk in. We talk to Joey's dad, mom. I hadn't even made it to the bar yet, and Kelly, was, we were there ten minutes, and Kelly's like. I either peed my pants or I, my water just broke. What? And, yeah. At the bowling alley. At the bowling alley. I'll be at the bar. So you go to the bathroom. Shows her and Brittany's mom and some other friends went to the bathroom to see what it was. And I went to the bar to grab a beer because I knew if her water broke, it was going to be a long night. Sure enough, she came back in white as this paper. 
Like she saw a ghost. And I'm like, that podcast listeners? I was like, oh, white as that piece of paper. Dude, like she saw a ghost. And I'm sure I was flushed just as fast when I saw her face. Like, oh. And what time was this? 6 15. Okay. PM. Oh, hell. We're like, this is it. So she actually packed her bag, all the stuff. The weekend she already prior. had it done. Wow, she's D- just so Just a couple good. days. Well, she, she, she was day. like, she had like the the mom instincts, right? Like she knew something was coming. She went into ultra nesting mode more so than she already was. Mm-hmm. So we drive back to the house. How was she feeling on the way on the drive home? Good, Still scared, good? scared. Yeah, okay. well, because she was nervous. Early, because yeah. Well, yeah, she's like, this is five weeks early. Hopefully, mm-hmm. little guy's all right or little person. We don't know what it is yet, boy or girl. I hadn't eaten dinner yet, so I stopped at Jimmy John's. Oh my God. Grabbed a sandwich, and uh, I was eating the sandwich on the way down to the hospital, Presby, and continued to drip like mustard and mayo <laughs> down my shirt while we were driving down there. So we get there, get to the triage, right? That's where they check in and set you up and set fix you up. Uh, and then we, that was like at eight or so p.m. And then they're like, okay, just now you just wait and walk around. And then we get in a room about 11, and she was contracted. 11? Yeah. Oh, my God. It took you three hours? Yeah. It took oh a, they, they didn't have a room ready for a while. Oh, big time. Congratulations to new mama and new papa. All right, folks. It's that time of the week again. How about some NASCAR history? Susie Armstrong is here with that. Thanks, Mike. This week, we start our trek through the annals of history in 1985. Surfs up for David Lee Roth's first solo EP as California Girls rises to number three on Billboard's Hot 100. Mel's Diner closes for good as the saucy hash-slinging sitcom Alice ends a nine-season run on CBS. And Bill Elliott was on the front burner after Kale Yarbrough's engine boiled over, taking the lead and the win in the Coca-Cola 500 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Red, white, and gold. Course for Thunderbird. Streaks down the back straightaway for the final time today, moving into turn number three. Still that very clean, low line. Bill Elliott on his way, cruising the victory. Meanwhile, behind him, Labonte, Bouchard, and Parsons are lined up nose to tail, bumper to bumper, heading in turn three. Fans are on their feet as Bill Elliott comes across turn number four and heads down to the line. Checkered flag, and he'll win the Coca-Cola 500. 1993, fading pop stars Duran Duran pulled off an extraordinary comeback with the song Ordinary World. The storm of the century hit the eastern seaboard from the Gulf of Mexico to Canada, postponing the Atlanta Cup clash for just a week. But the delay didn't dampen Morgan Shepard's effort as the veteran parlayed a fuel gamble and guided the Wood Brothers Ford to the front, winning the Motorcraft Quality Parts 500, his final career victory. Morgan Shepard with half a lap to go and three quarters of a lap lead on Ernie Irvin can just about coast home from here. He's into turn number three, trailing the Brett Bodine car on his way to the checkered flag. Morgan Shepard about to collect a victory here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Here he comes out of turn number four and the fuel gamble will pay off for Morgan Shepard in the Citgo Ford checkered flag and Morgan Shepard will win here this afternoon. 2002, the fictional Soggy Bottom Boys were among the nation's top country stars as the soundtrack from the Coen Brothers movie, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, leads country album sales by a mile. The animated feature film Ice Age stampeded the box office on opening weekend, raking in over $46 million. And Sterling Marlin herded the Chip Ganassi Racing Dodge through an 11-car melee in the closing laps to win the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 at Darlington Raceway, Marlin's final trip to victory lane. Sterling Marlin thunders past the back stretch, grandstands, the fans giving him a wave now as he works off the end of the back straightaway. Nary a scratch on his dodge. He'll swing wide in turns three and four. Sterling Marlin's looking for the checker flag. Sterling Marlin proving he is for real as a championship contender this year as he nails down his second win of the season here at Darlington, winning the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 after starting dead last. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. And with that, my friends, that brings us to closure of this week's show. We thank you so much for listening. We also like to thank Matt Benedetto for joining us. Also, our thanks to Josh Williams, Kurt Busch, and Corey LaJoy. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Beck. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat with you again next time right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody.
NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, ride on our strength, and by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints, is family-owned, and made here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrion, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Culbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening, nay, giveth thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.